Welcome to the HEAL podcast for all things related to Lyme disease and other chronic illnesses. I'm Mimi McLean, Mama 5, founder of Lyme 360 and a Lyme warrior. Tune in each week to hear from doctors, health practitioners, and experts to hear about their treatments, struggles, and triumphs to help you on your healing journey. I'm here to heal with you. Before we get started today, I wanted to talk to you about Dr. Bill Rawls. He has written one of my favorite Lyme books, Unlocking Lyme. He's an MD whose life was upended because of Lyme. From this experience, he had to change his practice and figured out how to heal himself. Dr. Rawls has created his own line of herbal supplements that support the immune system as a Lyme warrior. He offers a survey on his website to help determine which supplements you need. Go to Lyme360.com forward slash Dr. Rawls, which is D-R-R-A-W-L-S, to learn more about these amazing herbal protocols I've been using. Welcome back to the HEAL podcast. This is Mimi McLean from Lyme360, and today we have Dr. Diane Mueller, and she's a co-founder of the Medicine with the Heart Institute Functional Medicine Training School, a school that focuses on certifying practitioners around the world in advanced functional medicine testing. As a survivor of mold illness, Lyme disease, and chronic IBS symptoms, Dr. Diane Mueller is passionate about helping others restore their health and passion for life which has inspired her to co-found the school with her husband, Dr. Miles Nichols. Dr. Diane has also been featured in Fox News, The Dr. Nandi Show, and has also been on more than 100 stages and podcasts combined. Her practice also helps others with Lyme and other mold illnesses, and she has recently released a book. To get my Detox for Lyme checklist, go to Lyme360.com forward slash Detox Checklist. Thank you so much, Dr. Mueller, for coming on today. I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to learn about everything you have. You have so many things to offer the Lyme community, um, especially because you have been through Lyme yourself and mold, which is a huge part of this. So anytime somebody reaches out to me now and says, oh, I can't get better, I'm like, have you looked into mold? Because I, I think nine out of 10 times, it's like mold or a parasite that's like stopping them from getting better from the Lyme. It's like keeping it. So thank you so much for coming on. Why don't we just start with your book that's behind you? Um, you? You just launched a book, and so we can start talking about that. Yeah, happy to. And thanks for having me, Mimi. So my book is called Use Your Mind to Heal Your Mold and Lyme, and it really is a mind-body approach to this problem. So one of the things that I've seen clinically that I think is so problematic is when we just are focused on the body and really just focused on the killing of Lyme. What, and that's very, very important. I don't want to diminish you know, the important. We absolutely want to kill Borrelia. We want to kill all of the co-infections that are associated with it. But the book was, was really inspired by seeing a chronic problem come in from the clinical perspective where people were just focused on that aspect. And we're not also focused on the fact that Lyme also messes with our detox systems. It actually screws with our vagal nerve and can affect our digestion, our hormones, our adrenals, our thyroid, all these different organ systems and glands get really affected by having Lyme disease and these co-infections. And so the book was really inspired by helping people understand that we need to look more holistically at not just killing, but also mm -hmm. at repairing all the damage as well as looking at how the mind plays a role. And I know when I was healing from Lyme, I would wake up and sometimes the first thing that would happen where I would do these 
whole body scans. I'd be like, what's wrong with me today? What's wrong with me today? What's wrong with me today? What hurts? Yeah. Yeah. How bad is it going to be? Is it going to be like a 20 out of 10 or am I going to have a good day? Which is like, I can get up and actually go to the bathroom today and, you know, do a couple different things. And so it's really easy as we know in the Lyme and mold community to have these thoughts that are really, really real there and true. But at the same time, they create a sympathetic dominance, a fight or flight, an adrenaline type of response in our body. And once that happens, we're no longer sending out the signal to heal. And so the book was also inspired by how can we be doing the things in our mind with this tool that we have of our brain that are actually starting to change our thoughts, to orient our thoughts to thoughts that are going to help with that parasympathetic dominance, which is that nervous system component that is really sending that signal to our body to heal and to repair. And so that's that's kind of the nuts and bolts of what the book is. Oh, that's great. I know it's not a magic bullet and there's not one thing, but what ultimately was your process to getting better for yourself personally? It was really finding all of the different routes. You know, the the height of my illness, I would wake up and sometimes feel like I was being, my leg was being sawed off. That's kind of how I would describe the pain. I had a lot of pain in my hips and low backs and it would move like, like classic Lyme pain does. But it was really in a couple of different things. I mean, one, it was finding all of the different root causes, which for me was co-infections. It was mold. It was metals, a lot of different parasites. I had um, Entamoeba histolytica, which is a particularly bad parasite as far as the pathology and the symptoms. So I was really looking very holistically at my whole body for all the different root causes that were playing into Lyme. And it was also getting a hold of, you know, of my mind of really having these thoughts of I'm dying, I have to move to a deserted island, or I am never going to be well, or I'm never going to do the things I love again. And really working through the steps of getting control over my mind. So I could be doing the things Mm -hmm. to send this healing response to my body. Mm -hmm. I mean, I found when I was sick, like even the basics, like I was, I kept saying to myself, because everything seems so overwhelming, right? When you don't feel well, the basics of like, okay, today I'm getting 10 glasses of water. Like, let's just start there, right? Because it's like, if your body can get more water, then you're flushing out your system. Or, okay, I need to sleep tonight. What do I need to do? Like, even if that means like resorting to like a sleep something to help you get there, because having that one good night of sleep, all of a sudden, a lot of your pain can go away. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if there's any other like just simple tricks of like, okay, like just start at the basics of make sure you're doing these four things. Then it's easier to kind of put more on top of that. Yeah. I mean, certainly one thing that I think you're really already kind of leading to is focus on what we can do. You know, Mm -hmm. so that's one thing from the mind perspective. If all we can do that day is make sure we get enough hydration teach the mind to look at that as like, at least I get to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a a client who cannot even get in a car because the vibrations actually irritate his muscular skeletal system. So it increases the pain. There's a lot of different things, right? 
And so, but he's one of the happiest people I've ever met. And that's, you know, what he has really taught me is like every day he wakes up, I'm like, what can I do today? So, you know, focus on, okay, maybe we get to listen to that podcast we're looking forward to, or maybe we get to have a conversation and and we're actually present for five minutes with a family member. We're really able to be present for just five minutes. So I'd say that's number one. Another big thing from the body perspective that I find is, is lymphatic massage. And so if you can get out and get a full lymphatic massage from a lymphatic massage therapist, great. If not, go on YouTube and, and Google five-minute massage, five-minute lymphatic massage. The biggest thing with it is you want to make sure that you really start with the, the neck. So if you are on YouTube and you find something and they're they're doing whole body lymphatic massage, you want to make sure because the neck is kind of the end point. And if the neck is clogged, nothing else is going to work. And I have found that five minutes twice a day lymphatic massage is amazing for like for helping prevent herx, supporting mm-hmm. detox. So that's an easy, like not a lot of time, really easy to integrate. Absolutely. The water, like you mentioned, is huge. Do you ever tell people to do bouncing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love bouncing. I love dry skin brushing. My personal experience is I've seen more people have profound responses clinically from the actual self-lymphatic massage than the rebounders, but everybody's different. And I think Mm -hmm. it's really good to have a lot of different tools. Mm -hmm. That's true. I know you talk a lot about in your practice, like molds, because you also had a personal experience and I am coming to find out. I think that is like the evil of all evils because it's like everyone's had some kind of water damage in their house, which means you probably have mold and you don't realize it. You can get mold in your cars just from your air conditioning. I mean, there's so many places that mold is lurking. Staying in a hotel room has put me off a couple of times into a downward spiral. So is there anything that you know from your experience that you can either do to prevent getting mold or like without having to go to a doctor and do a whole protocol? Is there anything that you could be taking kind of like on a daily basis to prevent it or just, hey, like assume you probably have it. Let's just keep it kind of leaving your body. Yeah, mold is super, super tricky. I mean, one of the biggest problems with mold really is that if we're living in it, if we're truly living in a water damaged building, it's like, it's really hard to get well. Now, what I've seen is that once people are well, then we can actually work with their immune system. We can work with their genetic predisposition to mold. We can work to actually even change their genetic expression and prevent people from say reacting to mold as much. Cause I know you know this, but just to make sure your listeners know this, that for most people that mold reactivity is a genetic disorder where you have a genetic anomaly where your body isn't able to recognize the toxins that mold secretes. And when the body doesn't recognize them, then they build up. And so it is really difficult if this genetic expression is turned on and you're living in that moldy environment to get truly detoxed from it and get your immune system working correctly while you're living there. So it's, useful if you can work it into your budget to get something like a Hertz me or Ermi test done to see if it's even, you know, in your house. Cause there are certain times where if it's in your house, taking a certain supplement is actually probably not going to do much until mm-hmm. you remove your yourself. And it's actually going to be a kind of a waste of your money until you're actually in a safer environment. Now, so what's the Hertz Ermi test? 
So a Hertzme and a Ermi are tests that are actually involving dust. And so they collect dust. And Ermi is where you're testing for a lot of different molds. A Hertzme is kind of a reduced Ermi. It's a less expensive test. And you're looking for some of the five more highly pathological type of molds. So it's a test for your house. Test for your house. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you'd run those kind of tests. And then once you know that your house is not you know, is not toxic, is not water damaged. We're not water damaged to a level that's problematic. Most houses are going to have some level of mold and there's levels that are not as severe, that sort of thing. And then once you're working, once you're, you know, you're in a relatively safe house, it's always the order of detox that I find to be most important. So one of the things that a lot of people wind up doing is they focus a lot on like liver detoxification, nutrients, milk, thistle, glutathione, those types of things. And those are great. Or they'll focus on binders and binders prevent mold toxins. Once they've been released, they prevent them from being reabsorbed into the bloodstream. Those are also great. But one of the things that I find is that a lot of people wind up missing a step So when the liver and the gallbladder are involved in the detoxification process, once the liver has broken down toxins, the liver is supposed to put those toxins into the bile canaliculi, which are basically just tubes that connect the the liver to the small intestine. And then eventually we want to essentially poop the toxins out. But what can happen is that placement between the liver and the bile tubes that transport of the toxins out of the liver into the bile tubes needs a transport protein in order to move those toxins out. And oftentimes that transport protein is blocked. And when it's blocked, then we actually see those toxins that are broken down. They end up back in systemic circulation. So the way around that is oftentimes starting people on nutrients that are going to basically unblock that protein, make that protein work better so we can get things out. So myrrh works really well for that. And then phosphatidylcholine works really well for that. Hmm. Interesting. I never heard that before. So that's, that's really interesting. So you have, um, you see patients, but you also have a school online that you help other practitioners. Can you talk a little bit about, and are your patients mostly in Colorado or do you do virtual as well? Yeah, we do virtual. So we have clients all over the country and even, you know, even a few overseas at this point. And so it is a functional based approach in our practice. And then we have found that a lot of clinicians really don't know how to treat Lyme and mold and don't know how to look at functional reference ranges for a variety of diseases. So about five years ago, now we created our online school, the Medicine with Heart Institute. And at the Medicine with Heart Institute, that's where people can learn functional medicine, as well as learn how to work with functional medicine in a Lyme and mold community, as well as many other types of people. So we have acupuncturists, we have medical doctors, we have surgeons, we have specialists, naturopathic doctors, we have nutritionists. So we have a wide variety of types of of clinicians that have gone through our online program. And so typically, is it mostly Lyme patients and do they know they have Lyme when they come to you? It's a variety. So we definitely have quite a few people who've had the very, very common story that you and I talked about a moment ago around, wow, I've already seen a dozen different Lyme literate docs. And and so we do have a good amount of those types of clients that make their way to our office of like, what else is out there? And that's one thing we are really known for is 
because we're looking very holistically at how to treat Lyme and mold, we're often able to find missing blocks to why people don't heal. And then we certainly do get people with chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia, you know, migrating pain, headaches, migraines, like a lot of the, you know, classic Lyme type of symptoms. And they have no idea that they have Lyme disease. So we, we see the spectrum. Mm. And then typically, are you treating with like IVs? So you have to be local or is it mostly supplements and stuff that you can do, you know, online and get shipped to? It's mostly supplements and stuff we can do online. So we do use some pharmaceutical medicine. So sometimes for that, we do, depending upon the licensure that all of my team carries, sometimes we do have to have people come in person for one in-office visit. But once we have that, we can really treat from anywhere. And a lot of times we don't even need to do pharmaceuticals where we have more flexibility to treat on a national level. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. And then to you also talked about like how the mental and mind component to healing is super important. And then you were talking about how you have a course online. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that that's specific for patients. Yeah, absolutely. So we have Hack Your Mind course online and Hack Your Mind is really, really designed to do and and help people with this whole component of how to gain that parasympathetic dominance. Because the mind is like, it's this is a free tool, right? The brain is our free tool. It's our neurological system that can send those healing mechanisms. So it is that free tool that we get to utilize if we know how. So it's really looking at some of the research behind how people create that parasympathetic dominance. And so the course is basically designed, it's it's step-by-step where there's extras, there's review of some of the research studies, you know, in layman's terms. And then there's exercises every day that are very, very easy that only take a few minutes, five to 10 minutes every day that you can put into place to allow your nervous system to reorient to the healing type of response and sending those signals that say repair and heal. And normally we charge $297 for this course, but we're actually giving this to your audience for free. So oh, I thank you. put that. Uh, yes, I'll put URL. it in the notes. That's great. Perfect. Yeah, in the blog and the and also in an email. So that's great. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. I hope it helps everybody. I think it will help. You know, it's it's an interesting topic because you know, when you think about Lyme, I mean, how many times I'm sure this has happened to you, it's happened to me. I can't probably countless times where I've gone into doctor's office and they tell me I'm making it up. It's all in my head. Yeah. Right? So there's a fine line of like having doctors telling you it's all in your head. And then also having it be like, okay, it's not in your head, it exists, but yet it's in your head where you have to change what you're thinking, right? I don't even know how to describe it because I remember at first I'd be mad. They'd be like, it's all in your head. I'm like, no, it's not. But then when I came to realize, but it kind of, it's in my head, but it's not in my head, meaning I have to deal with past trauma. And Lyme has also caused trauma, which is then making it kind of in my head. (laughs) Yeah, it's. I am so glad you brought it up because it's, I think it's one of the most important topics when we are talking about the mind to talk about this. It's actually something that I do talk about in the first section of this course for this exact reason, right? It's like how many of us have been told, like, you know, you're depressed or you just have anxiety, and other than that, you're hypochondriac. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really important to delineate, like, that's not what we're saying. Like, what's going on is very, very, very real. 
And your nervous system is naturally tends to move for most people have a stress type of response because going through line is stressful mm-hmm. and we're just rewiring the nervous system that got patterned because of everything that is real that you're experiencing. You know, we're just wanting to rewire the nervous system in a different way that's saying, Hey, now we want you to heal. Mm-hmm. It's just acknowledging that PTSD or it's one neurologist I worked with when I was getting ketamine treatment, she was like, it was just a matter of like, just resetting the bar, yeah, you know, and, and kind of acknowledging it and, and kind of reworking it. I don't think we talk about the whole limbic system enough yeah. and how it's kind of driving everything and you're, you're in this fight or flight pattern and you got to just calm your body down because everything 100%. just overreacts, right? Yeah. Okay. Is there anything we haven't discussed that you think is important and pivotal to healing and helping people, especially people who are at home and they may be in Florida or they may be overseas and they're just, they feel hopeless. They're by themselves. Not many people believe them. They're kind of running low on cash and they feel helpless. Like I have a lot of people that reach out to me that are that way. And it's, and I get it because I've, been in that position. Fortunately, I've I had a husband that believed me and I had a husband that supported me, but still it was just it's lonely and it's painful. So yeah, there's a couple of things. I mean, one of the biggest things that I would encourage everybody to do is take any lab work you have been fortunate enough to get done, like seriously, meaning there is these crazy connection points that people don't always realize. Like if you have high cholesterol and that cholesterol mixes with toxins in the blood, we get something called oxidized LDL. LDL is that bad cholesterol. And if you get oxidized LDL, what actually will happen, what can happen is you can get blood brain barrier disease where that oxidized LDL will actually cause your blood brain barrier to become permeable meaning you will get toxins from Lyme, from co-infections, from mold more easily into your brain. So that's where we get the depersonalization and the brain fog and all these different types of symptoms, right? And so a basic test, for example, like, like your basic lipid panel that a lot of people can get under insurance. And sometimes it's like, oh, my cholesterol is a little high. And we don't always think that that could be contributing but there's a lot of different mechanisms like this. And I cover stuff like this in the book too, around there's these things that we don't necessarily think are part of the problem that when you actually understand how the body fits together, they really are. And sometimes they can be a missing link. So any lab work that you have that you're like, I'm not going to look at that later because that's not Lyme. I would encourage you to look and, and really take that to heart around the connectedness of all of it. So that's one thing for sure. You know, and absolutely looking at, I think when you're talking about, you know, the loneliness that comes with it, one of the things too, that I cover in the book is this idea of social media support groups. So I would really encourage you if you're experiencing like the need for support to look for support groups, but look for support groups that aren't just talking about the struggle because we can get locked into these support groups where they're all, it's always just like life is over and it's always just like, you know, I'm never going to get better. And it's like story after story after story that's negative. Well, that's going to fuel your mind with all of that negative energy. And so it's good to be talking about our challenges, but I would encourage you to find support groups and community that are sharing their struggles, 
but are also looking for that silver lining, that one nugget every day to lift themselves up because that's really going to help the mind orient to that healing type of response. So really kind of being careful about the type of support and the community that you're finding that they're supportive, but they're also encouraging and uplifting and are going to fill you not just with the scary stuff, but mm-hmm. with the hope. Yeah, I know it's true that and, and just like the quick little tidbits like that you're talking about, like, hey, try this app or to take this course or stuff like that. Now, the one thing I, I would love your opinion on, and it, it only maybe six months ago came to my attention and I was like, why did no one ever talk about this? But I, I kept seeing a pattern about minerals and putting minerals in your water. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple different things. I mean, one is when it comes to say metal detoxification, so toxic metals, zinc is really, really important. We actually cannot detoxify heavy metals or toxic metals without the use of zinc. So that's one big thing. We also see that we do have a change frequently in certain things like chloride and sodium when we have mold, for example. And so we can actually see that people become very electrolyte deficient with that. And then of course we have magnesium that is used for all of our stress hormones and stress responses in our body. Also helpful for maintaining healthy blood sugar. So there's a lot of different utility in minerals. It's very, very common, for example, for magnesium to be deficient in lime and mold Mm -hmm. because of this is a stressor and we burn through more magnesium when we're stressed. So there's certainly a lot of different links between minerals and toxic metals, as well as in really setting the body up for appropriate healing response. So, so that's one of the reasons there. And if, if you're filtering your water and you're doing something like reverse osmosis, which is great, you're actually demineralizing your water. Mm. Cause I find that days where I'm like dragging and I need energy. I'm like, okay, I take a couple of like ionized minerals, put it in my water, chug a glass of water. Then I have like a, take some chlorella and I put it in. And then all of a sudden I feel like a new person having like those two big glasses of like chlorella and minerals. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. And chlorella is such a great binder for metals as well as for mold toxins, lime. Like, there's so many different types of toxins that chlorella can bind. It's a, it's a pretty broad spectrum binder. Mm-hmm. And then the chlorophyll like, also is the green stuff that I put. But this has been amazing. Um, is there anything else that we have not covered that you think would be important? I think this is the bulk of it. I mean, if you guys are looking for help, I mean, please do reach out to my clinic or if you're looking for training, please take advantage of that Hack Your Mind course. Um, I would love, love, love for you guys to be integrating that in. It's free. It's, you know, it's easy to use. It doesn't cost any money as far as like, there's no supplements. It's just the power of your mind. So I would just hope to leave everybody with hope because I do, you know, I thought, my legs were being sawed off. I thought I was going to have to move to a desert island. And I actually have more energy in my forties than I did in my twenties. So it's, you know, it's really come a long way. And I see this over and over and over again, that this is, does not have to be a life sentence. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for all you do. And I can't wait to read your book as well. Yeah. Thank you, Mimi. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate you having me here. Thank you. Each week, I will bring you different voices from the wellness community so that they can share how they help their clients heal. You will come away with tips and strategies to help you get your life back. Thank you so much for coming on, and I am so happy you are here. Subscribe now and tune in next week 
If you want to learn how I detox and you want to check out my detox for Lyme checklist, go to lime360.com forward slash detox checklist. You can also join our community at Lyme 360 Warriors on Facebook and let's heal together. Thank you.